With Virgin Media, you can build up the entertainment and tear down the price. Switch to Virgin Media today and get super-fast broadband and TV for just €49 a month for an awesome 12 months. The sale that stacks up. Now on. See virginmedia.ie and check out how our mobile sales stacks up too. T's and C's apply. See virginmedia.ie. 12-month contract. Offer ends 27th of February 2019. Hi guys, well from steaming hot Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, mm-hmm. uh, we're talking about the prosperity gospel. Money, 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 money. And the Lord. We're, we're, to- we're talking about why America, for those of you... Out there in uh, the non-American parts of this country, of this world, right? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna sort of maybe some explore some of the ideas that you might not understand about America, right? Or maybe you understand it better than we do because uh, you didn't have to because you didn't you're, you're not you in didn't the middle grow up as like in the water, yeah. Who uh, knows? But we, yeah, we're gonna talk about why uh, America is as fucked up as it is and I think well, a lot of, of it has to do with just one of the reasons why it's as fucked up as sure, it is sure sure because there are many 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 reasons but I'm starting we're to fucked up in a lot of different we ways. really are we really are <laughs> I'm starting to think that this is like I like my thinking on this particular item though has been is that it's it's more important than I had been giving it credit for it's oh, more no, that's fair it's yeah. it's a bigger deal and it's more uh, fucked up yeah. than, I, than I was giving it credit for all right. I'm oh, cool. Yeah. Dan. Mm. Dateline, my face. Yeah. You know, sometimes, Dan, mm-hmm. one likes to groom well, their face. Sometimes. So, sometimes one likes to remove a little bit of facial hair. We, we are you don't here. have to remove all of it. You and I are her suit the fellows. We're about to talk about. We're 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 furry 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 men. Yes, and uh, and we need and and it and it just wouldn't do to let it grow. No, one must can one must tend to the garden to, to, to the garden tend to the garden, gentlemen. One must groom. One must. You're not going to look good. <laughs> If you just let it grow Prune. willy-nilly, you've, you've got you've got to you got to keep it within the lines. Yeah. So let's tell them about the product they, they here's can what you get do. to help out. You, uh, you do your com h a r r y s dot com slash t g i a a just t g i a. There you go. Boy, we're gonna get this at some point. Uh, <laughs> uh, these guys are uh, you know their founders. Basically, they were fed up with paying a boatload for a little razor chart razor cart about it it's so much money it's so much that i don't know about your supermarket dan but mine puts the little security tabs right it's like gold it's like yeah literally like they're they're not locking up anything else they're locking up that and because because you know they're overpriced, right? And so you're going to steal them. <laughs> That's what. Here's the thing: 
Don't overpay for your razors. And don't steal. And don't steal. Get a free trial offer from harrys.com. Yeah. Uh, You mention our name by going to harrys.com slash TGIA. Then we hook you up with Mm -hmm. a free trial offer. You just pay. You pay to have it shipped. They're not going to ship it for free, but Mm -hmm. you get the weighted ergonomic handle. Mm -hmm. You get a five blade razor. With lubricating strip and trimmer blade on the back, do you use that? I've well, uh, I've I, used that trimmer blade. I don't have I don't have a place to use. You it. You don't have sideburns. Yeah, right. But you I have can a use, beard. Right. Uh, but you can catch get your edges real nice with that. Nice. Uh, okay. And then uh, you get the the shave gel, which you and I have talked about, is our favorite shave gel. It's, it, 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 yeah, it smells it's, great. It's awesome. It works great. Uh, and then you get the travel blade cover. You get all of this for free sent to you give it a try if you like it they keep sending it and you and you know there's no fuss no muss you just get it when you Mm -hmm. need it yeah uh if you don't like it you cancel and you keep it all and it's just free yeah and all you had to pay was uh shipping and handling yeah super easy uh just do it uh and you help us out and there are sponsors and and worth trying just try it out just try it do you have a face (laughs) <laughs> Try it out. That should be their motto. Yeah. Do you have a face? Try Harry's. Yeah. Boom. Done. Take we, care of we just We just made them a fortune. Yeah. All right. There you go, Dan. All right. Dan. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we here on, on the Thank God I'm Atheist podcast are on record as to our feelings about Mother Teresa. <laughs> She's a, we don't like the lady. Not a nice lady. And the she fact was, that she was sainted is ridiculous. And just the Pope bowing to international pressure. Well, and it just goes to show there's, the power of a story. Yeah. That she's this little old lady who takes care of the sick and infirm and blah, this blah, blah. Super kind Albanian woman who like went and started this whole series of care places in right. India where they desperately needed care. Right. And then the fact that she basically tortured people. Right. And did not give them the care because she thought that their pain brought them closer to God. Well, we'll just forget that part. Right. Well, the missionaries of charity, that's what they're called. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's her order. Uh, they, uh, they've, they've continued her work. Let's, let's put it that way. Oh, goodness. Um, and they've maybe even expanded on it a little bit. Um, <laughs> Open they, they, new they, channels. New channels. Um, this, this is a new kind of growth area for them. Uh, child trafficking. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. They've got access to so many children. <laughs> it's so, just a no-brainer. Uh, they're in trouble right now. The Indian authorities are cracking down. Uh, they know of uh, four recent uh, children that were sold uh, to, <laughs> instead of adopted out, um, to, uh, to families. They, uh, let's see, four infants, uh, including a six-month-old boy who uh, went for the equivalent of $730. Wow. Um, That's definitely, that's a lot cheaper than adoption, I I hear. Like, to to a, a, well, I don't know. These are to other Indian families. To to other Indian, oh, okay, well then it's probably not Um, cheaper. They, uh, there was also. But the red tape, you avoid so much red tape. (laughs) There was a couple that paid almost $1,800. Uh, who was uh, the for whatever reason the, the 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 sisters took the child back without returning the money? Um, 
And that, now that's a scam. <laughs> I don't know how you'd pull that oh off. Oh, my God. That's you, a, te- you train the kid to crawl away. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right, to, oh, my God. It's a homing homing baby. <laughs> right. You just you get him to come back. Um, hey, hey, can we just see that baby one time real quick? I think we left something in its pocket. Swipe. Yoink. <laughs> my baby. Uh, that was the couple that tipped off the police. Yes, they you were, think? They were pissed. Wow. Um, they lost. They lost a good chunk of money, and now the police are on it. We well, paid good rupees for that baby. Yeah. You can't just take it back. So they <laughs> is that called Indian giving? I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> different Indians, oh. different giving. But not sure, get- why not? Oh my god. <laughs> Um, Can someone tell me what kind of a world it is we live in when you can't sell a baby? <laughs> in a third world country, I can't sell a baby now? Well, I'm a nun. Why can't I sell a baby? So this, the missionaries of charity actually discontinued adoptions. They used to do adoptions. Sure. Uh, but the laws changed in India in, mm. in 2015. Uh, and uh, all organizations that uh, facilitated adoptions are now required to register with the Central Adoption Resource Authority. What? There's Uh, oversight now? There's oversight. Uh, Such a pain in the ass. (laughs) This came after India passed their Juvenile Justice Care and Protection of Children Act. Um, That was about... The law went into effect two years ago. And they... But of course, you know, this new law... Um, sort of guaranteed certain rights about adoption. Yeah. Um, kind of cleaned up the whole adoption industry, got rid of this kind of stuff of like... I, I mean, it sounds like they were probably doing some shady shit before the adoption yeah, they probably were. were. They were probably selling if, babies before. They if, just called it adoption. If nothing else, um, they disagreed with the government rules mm. that made it easier for single divorced and separated people uh, to adopt, right. which once you register, you're required to comply. Right. Right. Um, and so <laughs> now they are in trouble <laughs> and, uh, and rightly so. Oh my God. Um, Let's see. Where was that part that I wanted to bring up? I guess that's probably about it. Um, yeah, they they take in pregnant women into the the order, takes yeah. care of them, and then they uh, they help them, you know, sell their, their baby, sell their baby. You know, they're just they're really just the middleman. It's right? a profit scheme. I mean, yeah. Don't don't have an abortion. <laughs> just no, sell it, sell it. Somebody will pay. Just it's it's a bumper crop in India. It's it's really. I I, I sat there and really uh, <laughs> was appalled thinking about the idea of you know selling and buying babies. It's it's really disgusting. Yeah, it's not okay. It's. Uh, <laughs> I think I think we can take a firm stand. No, I know, but I had never really like considered it. Yeah. You know, like really, really, really thought about how how gross it is. Um, yeah, boy, yeah. They, they, clearly Mother Teresa taught these ladies uh, some some good values. Well, I right. mean, if there's one thing we can be certain of, it's that religious charities are always, always good. Always, always, always good. All right, I'm going to move on 
to Provo, Utah, your former home. I lived there for a couple of years. Uh, and the place that you lived was the Brigham Young University. I actually lived on campus for a spell. Yeah. yeah that's so true. Brigham Young University, owned by the LDS Church, mm-hmm. the Mormons. Yeah. Uh, and... A uh, and a very one of the one of the largest universities in the state. Yes, very important university in this state, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes a secretive university in this state. Oh well, yeah, well, if it involves Mormons, they like their secrets. Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. They, they like their sacreds. Right. It's not secret. It's sacred. Um, <laughs> well, here's the thing. Uh, as you know, BYU has their own little police force, a uh, little campus police. Uh-huh. Uh, and they have basically all of the same rights as any police officer. They are able to arrest. They have, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they are able to, uh, to basically do anything a police officer can do. Right. Uh, they can use, uh, force and all this stuff. They have access they, to the state databases that they would need. Right. Blah, they blah, blah, they blah. are police. They are legitimately police. Full on. However. Certified by the state. Police. They've been able to to avoid giving out their uh, their documents. Right. Because they are under the uh, the umbrella of the church and, and their own, you know, they're basically run by BYU. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're Mormon police. They are they're they're Mormon they're religious police. They are religious police. Uh yeah. and so when things have happened recently, like uh, you know, women have been raped and whatever, mm-hmm. and then BYU's handled it very badly and told these women that they were in violation of the honor code of BYU. Which clearly they must have been. Right. How how did you get yourself raped? Right. Exactly. If BYU's, you were following all of our rules. If you don't know about BYU's honor code, this is the set of rules that you... This is, this is the premise that you sign as a BYU student, mm-hmm. that you will abide by all of these very strict rules about, like, no fucking, don't go into another person's, like... Like, like it, you, you, you don't get to go, like you have to be in BYU approved housing. Very correct. Yeah, uh, which means no in your house, in your apartment, even off campus, mm-hmm. you can't have someone of the opposite gender in your apartment after like ten. Right, or and like they that. can never go into the sort of the bedroom area. Right, there's sort of always like a dividing door or a stairwell or something that like delineates. You know, this far and no further. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know. Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, but also, like, let's make sure that like, it also extends to alcohol. Right. And uh, coffee. Yeah, none, none of that. Iced tea. Never. Fully prohibited. Never. Uh, any sort of tobacco, of course. No, no. Uh, you you list. may have soda and as much of it as you can pound down your gullet. Including caffeinated soda. Including caffeinated soda. And also, which, but that's kind of new. The caffeinated soda thing is kind of like right. new. Uh, but, but like, and have as much, anyway. Uh, yeah, as <laughs> much sugar that, 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 as you yeah, can yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, however, when the campus police have, uh, have investigated some of these things, they have not been forthcoming about, you know, to the local press or to anybody about their... Uh, their files on this stuff, right? Well, and because also, as, as a actual like police department, 
they're not supposed to be enforcing sort of non uh things that aren't laws right and right. so they've actually claimed that they are not involved in any honor code enforcement. Right. And the Tribune has been bugging them for years. They've had these uh, grandma requests, right? The Government Records... Government Records Access and Management Act. Right. Which is a Utah act right. that uh, is like that basically says, you know... It's the Freedom of Information Act, but for, for, for Utah. But for the state. Yeah. Right. And... Uh, and so, but the Tribune has been bugging them and has all these requests in because they have other sources that are telling them that they have indeed been involved in honor code office investigations. Right. Because of course they have. Right. So they literally are acting in, in sort of that same capacity as the, as the Saudi religious police. Oh my God. They're the but, SS. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they are uh, the religious police, yeah. the same as you would find in Tehran or Riyadh or anywhere in this world. The Vatican. The Vatican. <laughs> you sure. You know, anywhere that's under religious theocratic rule. Right. And, uh, and has a police force that goes around enforcing their stupid standards and rules. Their religious standards. Their yeah. religious standards. More yeah. than just the state laws, they're enforcing the religious standards. And Correct. that's the problem. And a ruling has now come out. Uh, a judge has now ruled that, yes, the BYU police, campus police, are subject to grandma. Grandma, yeah. So, there you go. But they're appealing. Well, of course they're appealing. Yeah. Uh, but they're, but, but uh, we, we may learn some very interesting things in if the If that near comes future. out, boy, I bet they've got some massive shredding machines going on right now. Right. <laughs> How much trouble would they be in then? Well, oh uh, boy, only if they're caught. Yeah. All right, Dan. Yeah. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. I've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, I use his product frequently. He founded that old uh, Facebook thing. Yes, indeedy. The Facebook dot com. Right. The, the Facebook. Right. The Facebook. Um, he uh, he's getting a little bit. Of, he's found himself into some hot water. Let's let's say that. Sure. Um, after uh, sitting down for an interview with uh, Recode, it's a it's a blog. Sure. The reports on sort of tech industry stuff. Yep. Um, and was being asked about how Facebook is trying to clean up, you know, their the content. Mm. This this was a, bi a big deal this last election. Uh, the Russians were able to like they're just flooding put in a lot of disinformation yeah. that people were sharing lots um, of memes of like things that weren't true lots of right. lies just lies L being propagated throughout uh throughout especially the right wing right and so the, there was that going on but then there's also just a, a general problem that they have with um conspiracy theory content yeah that that's just bad shit yeah um they have a problem with white supremacy mm -hmm. and racist and homophobic content yeah. um, spreading around. That's true. Facebook is probably single-handedly responsible for things like the flat earth thing taking off. Like, yeah. And yeah, now this is how Facebook is generally now how bad information spreads. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, so this is, this has been uh, something that they are, of course, uh, supposedly 
concerned about. Right. Uh, and uh, but anyway, Keep talking during, about addressing it. Yeah. During this interview, he was asked um, specifically about some of the Sandy Hook uh, conspiracies mm. theories that the that the massacre actually didn't happen. Uh, well, Zuckerberg offers up, you know, basically like, well, you know, we're not doing that, and we don't even, you know. Uh, mm, get the Holocaust denial stuff off there either. <laughs> right? So you think we're not doing that? Guess what else we aren't doing? Wow. Right? What, a, what, a, what a beautifully <laughs> politic way of answering that. Yeah. He says, uh, I'm Jewish, and there's a set of people who deny the Holocaust happened. I find that deeply offensive. But at the end of the day, I don't believe that our platform should take that down because I think there are things that different people get wrong. I don't think they're intentionally getting it wrong, I think. The interviewer like jumps in and goes, in the case of the Holocaust, they might be, but go ahead. Yeah. And, and he, so he, he continues, um, uh, it's hard to impugn intent and to understand the intent. I just think, and ab as abhorrent as some of those examples are, I think uh, the reality is also that I, get, that I get things wrong when I speak publicly. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. I'm sure a lot of readers and public figures we respect do too. And I just don't think that it, that it is the right thing to say we're going to take someone off the platform if they get some things wrong, even multiple times. So he's basically saying he's basically equating Facebook to having a, a conversation almost, right? Right. And that it's not all written down, and that's not all shareable to people that you don't even know. And that, you know, that, that the weight of sort of a media platform ha gives information significance. I get right? where, I, here's the thing, I get where he's coming from on, in the sense that, like, is his job to police everybody's, you know, there's a free speech question here. There is. And it's hard to parse that out. Like, <clears throat> However, I will say this, the government is not offering that site up as a service no a private company is yeah and a private company can set its own values right about what kind of speech it allows and what kind of speech it does not allow yeah on its own platform yeah right now it is interesting he's he's trying to make it this this bigger issue about allowing things to be said he says that the algorithm is being redesigned so that it actually um limits how this kind of information spreads right uh that it's that it doesn't follow sort of the same information flow that the rest of the non-toxic stuff does right. right if it's just pictures about you and your vacation um or you know whatever that's going to flow much more than if you're you know um you know, posting swastikas or whatever. Some sort of Breitbart article or something. Yeah, like exactly. That. Sharing stuff that that is that has been identified as being somewhat toxic. But I would say at the end of the day, um it seems to me that it's almost the path of least resistance for Facebook. Yeah. It's the, it's the easiest thing for them to do is to just say, well, you know, people say shit. And we're yeah. not going to get into those conversations and say they can't say it. Right. It's like, no, like there are things that I think reasonable people can all agree on. The Holocaust 
happen. Right. And, and, right. and there's, we know it happened. And there's real world consequences fact. if we don't address right. this. And so for people to go around with like Holocaust denial, there is a specific intent behind it. Yeah. It's not just, oh, you know, no, I don't have any ill will toward the Jews. Yeah. You believe one thing. <laughs> I believe another thing. Let, you know, let's just agree to disagree. Right. It's not that. No. It's like. It's, it's these people are coming for you, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. They hate you and they're yeah. using your platform to do it. Right. And they're and they're fomenting hate in others. They're they're building hate. Dis, they're trying. Yeah. They're purposefully building hatred. Yeah. In order to make things worse. Right. Yeah. You know what? Uh, if you're ready, I I can use that as a lovely launching point uh, for my next story. Um, I've got everything that I need to cover. Sure. Because uh, I'm taking us now to Miami, where a man was arrested uh, recently. For trying to burn down a condo uh, building from which he had recently been evicted. Now, he had been evicted because he was a bad neighbor uh, and hated all of his neighbors because they are Jews. Oh, boy. So he was arrested for uh, he was he was literally stockpiling gasoline oh. to burn the literally to to uh burn down the building quote with all of the fucking jews holy shit yep uh this was i mean he's a, this is a 72 year old man what who was uh, has learned nothing in his life yeah walter stolper good uh, lord who in his 72 years has learned a lot uh mostly uh, clearly one of the things that he's learned is that those damn Jews are ruining everything? I guess uh, he was he, his when his apartment was uh, raided. They found all sorts of Nazi books, artifacts, swastikas, that oh sort of my thing. God, um, and he, he lives in Florida. Yeah, I mean, come on, that's it. I mean, you're right. setting yourself up for a miserable experience, right? Exactly. Move here. We've got like seven. Jews move to Idaho. There's no. There's even fewer. There's no Jews there. <laughs> Wyoming, you'll be fine. Uh, no, and then uh, yeah, when when the police questioned him about his stockpile of gasoline, which he had been throwing down the the uh, garbage chute, uh, he what? said he was using it to quote make a small barbecue. Yeah, I mean it's amazing he didn't say didn't use the word furnace. In that thing. Anyway, barbecue. Uh, yeah. The uh the anti-Semitism is alive and well, kids. Uh and also and also, I mean, not for nothing, I, I this is not a story that I'm covering right now, but there was a recent I don't know if you saw the recent uh study that showed that Trump's tweets yeah. have yeah. increased uh have demonstrably increased yeah. hatred of uh, Muslims in this country as Good well. Lord. Uh, so I'm just going to say, hey, don't hate anybody for their religion. How about that? Yeah. Even though we hate religion, uh, yeah. usually as yeah. a group of people, don't hate anybody for it. Those are people. People are different. Yeah. Concepts are a thing. Uh, as a way of just demonstrating that we do not plan this show, Dan. Uh-huh. 
I'm going to go on to a, a story about Jews behaving badly. Okay! <laughs> Yay! I like it. Ultra-Orthodox Jews. Oh, they... Those... Those... <sighs> scam, scamps. Those scoundrels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they uh, they this, can be trouble. This is... Um, uh, Jew, uh, Ultra-Orthodox Jews in the neighborhood. Um, the from community. Have I told you that? I learned that word. From. In, really? Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's Where are they from? <laughs> um, all right. Um, the uh, These are ultra-Orthodox men in the Jerusalem suburb of uh, Beit Shemesh. Okay. And uh, they, <laughs> they have uh, been chasing um, the um, formerly... Uh, former members of of their community who dare walk through their community, or who might still even live there, but who don't sort of practice uh, the and, and dress in the ultra orthodox manner. Right. right? Um, they are being uh, harassed. Uh, they're having rocks thrown at them. Oh my god! They're being chased through the neighborhood by ro- roaming, roving. Uh, roaming bands of uh, young men with dogs, right? Oh, um, wow. Who are scaring children? Um, there, was, someone was caught on video, and that's what this story was based on. Uh, the video shows um, a girl in shorts and a t-shirt running uh, down the street as a large group of screaming ultra-orthodox men chase her. Uh, not a good look, fellas. <laughs> that's like <laughs> not the best. Look. Right. Um, a resident, a neighboring resident, says uh, that every time she passes through to go to work, the children throw stones at her. Good Lord. Because uh, she's not dressed modestly, mm. whatever that means. It means her... She's got her porn shoulders out. She doesn't have her, her hair co- covered by other hair. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's probably all it means. Um, let's see. Uh, there, A young girl was pepper sprayed. Uh, um, because uh, she was uh, walking through the neighborhood. These people, let me, I will say this, like, it's not a comment on religion, but the, the communities of, uh, anytime you get fundamentalist communities of religious people, mm-hmm. boy, they are not going to act right. No. They are going to be horrific humans. They're right. going to be awful people. Yeah. The more the more fundamentalist they are, the worse they get. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if, if you see somebody in a funny hat, slap them. That's not true. Don't. Do that. <laughs> no, I mean you. You see it. I mean, also, their hats, right, their hats get weirder and weirder. But it's anywhere and everywhere, and it also happens uh, in not quite so obvious ways. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not necessarily always rock throwing or pepper spraying or yeah. releasing the dogs. Um, sometimes it's just the, you know, ostracization that takes place in Salt Lake City suburbs. Yeah. When you're not the, the, when you're the non-Mormon family on the block. Yeah. And yeah, it's more the looks and the lack of casserole being delivered. And nobody, and no, and kids not being able, allowed to play with your kids and all yeah, that sort well, of stuff. Yeah, that stuff's just ugly. It's so ugly. Anytime, yeah. and the more fundamentalist you get, the worse it gets. Yeah. So, no, none of that. Yeah. Uh yeah. Well, uh I'm I'm going to take us to uh the the Episcopal Convention. 
Mm-hmm. Um, in uh, this happened in Austin, Texas. Uh, they had their their triennial convention. Mm. Um, <laughs> I love that in in the article I was reading about it. It had the word triennial and bicameral both in 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 a sentence. <laughs> Because the House of Bishops and the House of Deputies uh, meet at this thing. This well, is this is the governing body of the United States Episcopal. We'll wait until the sesquicentennial Church. comes along, right? And uh, and then we'll and then we'll have a party. <laughs> um, under so basically, they have now approved. Here's the thing: the Episcopals have been in a dither for the last long while about the gays. They yeah. have just not been able to figure out what to do because half of them want to bless gay unions and be yeah. totally cool with gays, or yep. probably more than half. And then there's this bunch of conservatives yeah. that just cannot deal. Yeah. We cause problems for religious you people. You gay folk are ruining it. <laughs> You're ruining it for everybody. <laughs> they, yeah. They have a hard time. They Even yes. the Episcopals. Yeah. So currently eight of... The United States' 101 Episcopal dioceses uh, are not okay with gay marriage. How many? Eight. Out of the 100 and... 101. Wow. Uh, that's, those are actually decent numbers. That's good odds. That's good numbers. Uh, Episcopalians, though, you are disappointing me. I thought we were 100% on this issue. No, 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 no. we're not. And, we're, and they've been facing schism... Ever yeah. since, ever since, well, I know with the global church they've had problems, right? And the more the American church has been facing this, have, has been like desperately trying to hold on to these very conservative dioceses, right? And you know, if there's one thing that can be said for the Anglican Communion, mm-hmm. it is that they they they're very uncomfortable with tension. They just can't. They they want to reach out to everybody. Everybody, no, 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 no. We're just going to be nice to each other. So when somebody's mad, it feels they just really struggle. Yeah. So they weren't willing to lose these guys. Mm. Uh, one of the things under discussion uh, at this thing was putting, and it's been under discussion, putting a gendered, a non-gendered version of the marriage rights into the common book of prayer. Hmm. Um, okay. They have not gone that far. Oh. However, what they have done <laughs> is what they're calling a, what do they call it? A pastoral solution to this issue, <clears throat> which is that any local uh, Episcopal uh, church mm-hmm. can offer a gay wedding in their, in their church. Mm-hmm. But if your bishop is not down with it, you can reach out to a bishop from one of the other dioceses to to like give it the the stamp of approval before you do it. Oh, okay. So, so you can you can sidestep your uh, your bishop. I guess. So the, it's like this is the stupidest baby stepping yeah. I've ever seen. It's it's all uh, you know. Hey. Mormonism is always at least 20 years behind the times. Mm-hmm. These guys are working really hard to only be five or 10. Yeah. So go them, I guess. But they're mostly all along. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. The, the, at the vast, diocese level, the vast they're majority. doing a, a, a really good job mm-hmm. of uh, at least being good with the gays. 
Yeah, That's, you know, at least that. And they're and the, you know, know they're else. they're okay with uh, the trans a lot of them. Yeah, and and so good on them. Yeah, they're they're like you know they're the nice guys. Right. It's still bullshit, but you know, nicer. Looks <laughs> good for them. So there you go. Good hey, uh, for them. If if you used to be Episcopalian, which you weren't, let's face it, none of our <laughs> listeners were. <laughs> write to us about your experience. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could call and leave the voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Indeed. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. There's also... The uh, TGI Atheist subreddit, which you should check out if you're over there the new on the Reddit. thriving subreddit. Yeah, we've had a bit of activity, and we're uh, collecting up subscribers. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, All you right. Should, you should join us. Join us over there. Join the Borg. Anyway. I don't really join the Borg. You will be assimilated! <laughs> <laughs> Hey Dan. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> We're already laughing. We don't. Yeah, this uh, we have a clip of audio uh, this week. Uh, Dave Dobenmeyer, Coach Dave, Coach Dave. He's been popping up a little bit more recently. He is a uh, little more uh, than a rabid conspiracy theorist, um, shrouded in Christianity. Yeah. Uh, that that's all that's all the man does really. Uh, and the amazing thing is how self-aware he is of that fact, and we'll get yeah. to that. Yeah, you'll um, hear it a little bit, but we'll explain more after the thing. But uh, well, I think we can paint a picture. Through much of this, he is literally wearing a, a tinfoil hat, but just aluminum under, foil hat. Just understand. Here's what he does. He's wearing. A baseball style cap uh-huh. with a cross on it. Yeah. When when this when this clip starts, <laughs> and then another guy talks. It cuts away. It cuts back to him. He's now wearing a tin foil, like a baseball cap, covered in tin foil, with the cross still cut out on the front, on top of his other hat. Yeah, because he knows that he's a conspiracy nut. Right. And he's proud of it? But I think he's trying to make fun of the people who would call him a conspiracy theorist. Because conspiracy theorists, they think they're speaking truth. Right. And so here's his truth <laughs> about abortion. And he's got it. I think he's got us on this one. I think he's, this might be true. You guys decide for yourself. Why are, they so, why are they so upset about abortion? Why does that matter so much? The left. If you watch the show regularly, I hope you remember that the left is not the liberals. It's not the Democrats. The left is the Christ-hating left, the Christless left. Why are they so interested about death? What is, why do they want so much their entire, the most important right that they're ever going to have is a right for a woman to be able to murder her unborn baby? That's the basis of their power, brother. That's, that's the basis of their power, and we're choking it off, and that's why they're going insane. Explain that, Vinny. What do you mean that's the basis of their power? Okay, so this is going to get a little disturbing. Yeah, these people these people are saying this. What they do is they sacrifice children, and they use the children's blood for their, their drug adrenochrome. In an abortion, 
when they torture little children, it doesn't matter who it is. You've all had it. When something scary or something threatening hits you, you get this rush of adrenaline. And the purpose of the rush of adrenaline is probably a self-preservation thing to make you ready to do whatever it is you have to do, that adrenaline rush. And after you've had it and you sat down and you feel that over you. Here's what they theorize goes on. Not only in abortion, but in any type of sacrifice, especially child sacrifice. That imagine a little baby in the womb and a poker starts coming in, grabbing his leg. There could be an adrenaline rush inside that little baby. Or you imagine a little child, a little three-year-old or four-year-old or five-year-old or 10, I don't care how old it is. Child that's kidnapped and trafficked and tortured and brought almost to the point of death. And when they're brought to the point of death, then they're killed. And then there's adrenaline produced inside the blood. Now, wait a minute. I know this. I know this is ultimate tinfoil hat. I know this is. But can somebody explain to me why the left wants to kill babies? Oh, he's got us there. Well, it's that's a really the question. Just the question <sighs> lingering in the air, Dan. Why? Why do why they? Why do we want to kill babies? Oh, it's fun. <laughs> it's delightful. It's amazing to me. Uh, literally, the best theory that they've got <laughs> to answer that question is that we do it for the adrenaline. Is that we're somehow harvesting the blood mm-hmm. of the babies? Yeah, and synthesizing adrenochrome, which a my understanding, limited though it is, is that adrenochrome is just adrenaline that has been oxidized, that has been processed. Right. So that's probably not even a drug anymore. Like, it's already been processed, right? It's already, But who cares? I don't know anything about adrenaline. I, I don't think that but that's where we debunk this. No. <laughs> my point is, like... <laughs> Fucking. First of all, there's no debunking required because no, it is just because it's just nonsense rambling. It's just ridiculous. It's one of the most absurd, uh, it, horrifying. Like the fact that these how people could this, dream this up. Yeah, they, they don't believe it. No. They can't believe it, Dan. No, they don't believe it. They are hoping that they have a listener who does. Some old lady is listening to that, going, "Oh no, no. oh the." I've heard that drugs are bad, and I've heard that abortion is bad, and now they're using the abortion to make the drugs! Yeah. Yeah. Fucking get an EpiPen if you want adrenaline. Jesus, like, what? (laughs) You don't need, like, sacrificed baby blood. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you got the... it's, It's funny, though, that he talks about the Christless left yeah not the democrats oh i'm making a huge liberals i'm making a huge distinction here this is the christless left i mean let's face it all of the liberals and democrats are christless left right but that's not but i'm not talking about liberals and democrats right just talking about all those people who want abortion to be legal (laughs) you know (laughs) we need right now what we need more than anything dan i hate to say it bunch of uh Republican atheists, yeah, we need we need really republic people who who agree with the Republican Party on 
on financial stuff, financial stuff, oh, and it's getting harder to find things to agree with them on. I was about to say like foreign policy, but they're done on that issue. Oh my god! They, well, they, that's the thing is that the Republican Party as a party has sort of abandoned all of their anything, their actual values that they used to have. And like now, they're just the party but, of like not Satan. Let's just say traditional Republicans, right? Um, we need we need we need bunch of atheists over there. Uh, yeah, because, uh, you know, we seem to be mostly congregated over on, on the left. It's yeah, but, and, like, but we need, where we, else are you going to go? We've we got- need some over there who they need in their little alliance to get people elected. The problem is that the Republican party has become the party of Christ. Yeah. It is the Jesus Christ party. Yeah. And why would an atheist go to that? People do though, Dan. People, there are still atheists who are in the Republican Party. Yeah, it's just that the yeah, it's just they need what we need is a is a concert an actual conservative party in this country that right. isn't connect that isn't like hasn't sold its soul completely hitched its wagon to religion, right? Because those people are not listening. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's true. Anywho, yeah. we had moving some right along. Folks, right into us. Let me uh, let me just pull this up here. Uh, this one is from Lynn in Albany. Uh, Lynn writes in, dear Frank and Dan, uh, I like listening to your podcast very much. Thank you so much. Uh, about the issue of harassing the Republican politicians. Now you and I talked about this a little bit and we Mm -hmm. came out kind of against harassment. Hmm. Um, uh, Lynn says, I have been involved in politics for a very long time. Uh, I'm just a regular voter and can't make huge campaign contributions, uh, so it is difficult for me to speak directly to politicians. That's true. This is why whenever I see a politician in public, my congressman, state representative, mayor, etc., I always make sure I speak with them regarding an issue that concerns me. This is not harassment, not even close. I may ask difficult questions, but I'm very civil. At a neighborhood meeting uh, that my congressman attended, I asked him why we could not request that the federal government not build the next bomb in our name, but instead send all the money that they would have paid for the bomb to our city, which could really use it. Uh, I mean, really, she says, the the woman who spoke to Scott Pruitt, the corrupt EPA administrator, not anymore, uh, in a restaurant, was holding her baby at the time. Uh, I do not think she was harassing him, just speaking to him because he was in public. Uh, I think people should do what Maxine Waters has encouraged them to do. People need to stand up and speak their minds gently and civilly hmm. to the people they elected to office. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think that I, you know, that's less what I was talking about when I, cause I have seen video of people like chasing Mitch McConnell down the street, street screaming at him. Right. And that's the kind of thing that we need to avoid. We need to, we need to like, I, a call to, uh, gently and civilly engage sure. uh, politicians in public, I'm much more on board with. Absolutely. Um, so there you go. Uh, Steven writes in and says, Hey, Frank and Dan, I hope, we can make th- I, I hope I can make this cohesive. I wanted to share a life experience I had uh, that was tangentially related to the show. A couple months ago, my family saw that I was subscribed to the show and decided to have a talk with me about it. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. Uh, they already knew I was an atheist, but they thought I, I was being too open about my atheism 
and told me I should be more guarded or in the closet about my atheism. I told them my arguments against being religious or hiding my atheism and why uh, we didn't come to any re- and while we didn't co- we didn't come to any real agreements but it was beneficial a beneficial moment for me to actually discuss these things with my family as opposed mm-hmm. to just letting there be tension one of the most frustrating aspects was telling them i had real world concerns such as overpopulation and education that get overlooked because society does not tend to focus on the big pic- picture issues Instead, it gets wrapped up in things uh, very much like religion. They roughly told me that I, w- that I worry too much about such issues. <laughs> about a week after the podcast about Arizona schools opting to take uh, the word evolution out of schools aired, I was extremely thankful for you guys for informing me as I live in Arizona and nobody bothered telling me. I wrote the schools that day and got as many other people as I could to write the schools as well. I work in zoolo- in the in the zoology field and so evolution education is one of my hot but- button issues. Hmm. The world won't change if we stand idly by and I'm extremely grateful to have people such as yourselves making positive change so much <clears throat> that I finally broke down and became a Patreon supporter. Woo! Hooray. Uh there you go. So thanks Steven. Um yeah. Oh, man then I we have heard a few stories about people catching somebody with our logo on their phone or whatever, and it it'll spark a conversation. Oh, it has a way of doing that. But yes, uh, be out of the closet. Be uh, be open and proud about your atheism. It's important. Absolutely, it's important to uh, visibility is is key. You don't have to be kind of anti-theist. You don't have no. to be a dick, but but being open and 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 honest about your beliefs with people that you meet right makes a world of difference right you don't know so like not only does it feel good it does to to be out and to be honest and living openly and authentically um i don't know why that's in air quotes but sure (laughs) it's good to be authentic authentically (laughs) um not not only does that is that good for you right but it, 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 being out as an atheist is not necessarily about, you know, getting your family to come along, right? They may never come along, but somebody else somewhere in your life is going to, who, who's having a tough time figuring out how they want to live, may be able to take an example from you and, and boy, and, and feel a little bit braver about it and feel like that they know who they could go talk to. Right. You know, should should they have any questions about how you dealt with telling your family or and not only leaving that, church or whatever it is that but you're, like you know if you might so, be dealing with if you've got a coworker or somebody that listens to Dave Dobenmeyer all the time and like and believes that atheist equals mm. evil, mm-hmm. you know, having having an out atheist at their work that they can just see is just a normal person who you know goes about their daily lives and doesn't have any. You know, satanic rituals doesn't seem to be a blood mustache on their upper lip. <laughs> right, exactly. Doesn't yeah, you you never see them going into the bathroom to shoot up their baby blood <laughs> drugs. Uh it helps. Right. It helps to have visibility. Yeah. And it's important to be visible. You know, this is we're we're taking our cues from the the great success of the gay pride movement, mm-hmm. which which basically the the whole game was just visibility. Yeah. You just get as many 
gay people as visible as possible. A few of them are going to get harassed and going to get some trouble, mm-hmm. and that's un- uh, unfortunate. But the visibility is so vitally important because mm-hmm. uh, eventually everybody has a, n- a nephew, a niece, an uncle, a somebody mm-hmm. that they love. Who oh shit, that person doesn't even believe in God, mm-hmm. and yet they were a good person. Right. Uh, that's important. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed, Dan. Uh, we got one more AC wrote into us. Hey guys, I just listened to a recent episode gays in the parade and was pleasantly surprised by an email you shared from a listener regarding Mormon missionaries. I was surprised because I recently had a similar experience about a year ago. I moved from Western, I moved to Western North Carolina, uh, and started listening to your show prior to the move. I'd been visited by Baptists and even a Jehovah's witness or two, but never a Mormon. Honestly, until I discovered your show, I wasn't even aware that Mormon missionaries were a thing. What, what a what blessed a life. Charmed you've life you've lived. <laughs> Cut to a few days ago. My boyfriend and I were driving home uh, and, were inevitab- and were inevitably stopped by a traffic light. Uh, glancing around at the busy intersection, I was shocked to see two young men pushing their bikes through the grass as to avoid the highway traffic. How dangerous, I thought. Then I looked, as I looked closer, I saw the white shirts. I saw the awful ties. I saw the outlines of what had to be name tags. And I saw bags loaded down and strapped to each man's back. I realized in that moment, those are Mormons! <laughs> in excitement, I screamed out, Mormons, those are Mormon missionaries! <laughs> While pointing and laughing uncontrollably. No. Understandably, my boyfriend thought I had lost my mind, but oh well, it was the highlight of my day. Thank you for preparing me to truly appreciate it. I love it. You saw some in the wild, yeah. no less. Yeah. Yeah, they're out there. Mm-hmm. If you, uh, if you, if you just stop for a minute, you, you know, sometimes you can see them <laughs> out in their, uh, in the habitat. Yeah. Unfortunately, I see them too often. Well, yeah, here. Yeah, it's a it's it's a trick not to see a Mormon missionary. Yeah, but they're uh, you know they're just teenagers out there trying to preach. I was stopped by some teenagers in the park just last night. What park? Liberty Park. I was at Liberty no. Park downtown Salt Lake City, and uh, and th- there was a a swarm, a literal swarm of blue t-shirted people. And they stopped me. I was I had my headphones on and everything. They stopped me and said, hey, can we ask you a few questions? And I was like, okay, sure. <clears throat> Their T-shirts did not say church, church, church. They said, uh, what did they say? Something camp. Grow, oh. grow camp or something like that. Okay. And it turns out what they grow is churches. Oh. Literally, that's what they told me. Oh, these were Christian missionaries. Yes, not Mormon missionaries. Oh, Sorry, I should have okay. been. I should have been more clear. I was like, are they letting them out into public in no, different attire? No, they, these these were much more annoying than that. Oh. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> stopping me in the park. These Christians, God damn it, rude. That's what the Mormons do elsewhere. And you know what it was? They were lying. They were there to lie to me. They were like, "Can we ask you some some?" And they made it out to be like a survey. Oh, and yeah, they we asked, used to do that. Asked me a bunch of survey questions, uh-huh. and I noted it was a a group of three that stopped me, uh-huh. and one of them was sort of writing, but could not have been writing what I was saying. <laughs> and then I'm like, "Oh 
fuck, you're not really answer like asking me these questions. You're just trying to prime me uh-huh. for church stuff. Yeah, we used to do that. Really? It was actually a tactic. It's a fucking lie. It's bearing no. false witness is what it is. It's doing a survey. Hi, would you like to do a survey? Oh, my God. It's yeah. such bullshit. It's just a way to start a conversation, Dan. It's That's all it is. It's a way to, yeah. <laughs> of course, it's a lie. The whole thing's a lie, Dan. Well, I'm just saying they were, it's, they're sneaky little bastards is what they are. Yeah, it's clever, isn't it? Yeah. It works. That's why you do it, Dan. Oh, God. People are like, well, what's wrong with a survey? Oh, sure. I you you want to know my opinion about things. They, right. don't, they don't want to know your opinion about the, anything. The other good one would be, would you like to sign a petition? Oh, no. Everybody runs away from those. No. You tell them, we'd like to make God number one. <laughs> <laughs> I think a petition is the way to do it. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Sign here. It yes. has no legal bearing whatsoever. <laughs> it doesn't. God's number one. It won't mean anything. Hey, do you think God's number one? Sign this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we have some people to thank, Dan, mm. on Patreon. Yeah. Okay. Great. Uh, we have George, who is now a venerable Ooh. listener. Bless and, you. And uh, Todd, who is now a beatified listener. So thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, these are just to remind everyone. Mm-hmm. These are people who uh, believe in our show who have mm-hmm. been touched by the spirit of mm. TGIA Atheism. and just want to help uh, you and I keep going. Yeah. And they go to thankgodimatheist.com. Mm-hmm. They click the uh, support button. Yeah. And go to Patreon and yeah, kick it. Yeah. Your Ooh, support helps make button. the show possible. You know. And literally, it's... you choose the level that you want to support at. It's a per episode donation. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it just helps keep us running. Uh, do we have one more person to thank? We always do, Dan. Our Lord and Savior, our top donor, the Archangela herself. Angela! Oh, blessed be she, and forever may she wave. Uh, <laughs> in in the name of the mother and the daughter and the uh, nieces and aunts. Amen. Amen. Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to be rich? Here's the thing. I do. <laughs> um, I'm not going. It's not going to happen. Uh, podcasting. That's for sure. But <laughs> I do. I would love to be rich. That would be delightful. Um, I don't think it's going to happen through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Oh, well, it might. It could. So, I mean, the fact of the matter is a lot of people have gotten rich off of Jesus. Well, that's the Lord's own truth right yeah. there. But it's not because Jesus made them rich. No. As in an active mind and magic powers. powers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here you go, Jim Baker. <laughs> Be rich. Be rich. No, Jim Baker was like, I can sell buckets of food. Well, he was rich before that just by saying, just by calling on the name of Jesus. Yeah. He didn't have to sell food before. Now he's now he's got this food racket, but you know. <laughs> before he, he was like o- Osteen style, which Oste- yeah. you know, you get your Osteens of the world, you get your your prosperity gospel preachers. Right. And all they have to say is uh 
Jesus will make you rich. And the way that he does that is by you giving me money. And don't think too hard about that. Just right. do it. Right. And then they, oh, they get rich. Well, they, they equate uh, richness and rich riches with uh, blessings. Right. Right. The, 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 the Lord gives you blessings for your righteousness. Well, what else is he going to give you? But, you know, gold and money right. and well, airplanes. It's so funny. You know, what the thing that got me thinking about this for this week was a story that I read uh, about a Vatican approved journal mm -hmm. that was calling out prosperity gospel like the Catholics calling out. Prosperity gospel is being the worst thing uh, and calling it dangerous um, and say, just saying <clears throat> that it has perverse effects on the poor. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. Yeah. It not only this is a quote, it not only exasperates individualism uh, and knocks down the sense of solidarity, meaning with the poor, a right. sense of people's solidarity, but it pushes people to adopt a miracle centered outlook because faith alone, not social or political commitment, can procure prosperity. Right. And here's the thing. Uh, the Catholics are right about the, about the, the Protestants in this, in, this, oh, in this version. Absolutely. Uh, so they, it's toxic. Yeah. These ideas are uh, they're dangerous and mm -hmm. they're what's been fucking with this country for the last... 30 years well it's it's a very interesting sort of chemistry that happens in the united states mm -hmm. when you have a country that is um just on its own the citizens tend to all believe that they will someday be rich right it's the or, it's literally th this this idea of i'm going to get rich is called the American dream. Right. Exactly. Right. And so this is like, this is like hardwired into us. Yeah. You know, you grew up in this country. This is just part of your psyche. Yeah. Right. Uh, There's the Steinbeck quote, which John Steinbeck, the author at one point said, uh, the problem with America is that there are no poor people, just temporarily embarrassed millionaires. Ex exactly. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, and so you take that. And then you add on to it prosperity gospel. Yeah. And it just, it turns you, into this nasty, You just plug, ugly, plug in Jesus to that already built mentality. Yeah. And whoo, And doggy. it spreads and it gets its little tentacles out. And we see uh, a lot of the problems that we have with the religious right yeah. at this point. Yeah. Well, what, and what ends up, so what ends up happening and this isn't what, so the way it's presented is this, you give to God mm -hmm. and God means me, I'm the preacher and you give to my ministry mm -hmm. so that I can have, so I can talk good about God. Yeah. That's what God likes. Right. Is me spreading his good word. And then God will magnify your gift mm -hmm. tenfold and it will come, you know, as long as you're good and you're not, and you don't sin and you're a kind person and you do all the things that you're supposed to do, you'll get rich. Mm -hmm. And the more righteous you are, the more riches you are. Mm. Uh, and righteousness becomes associated then with wealth. Mm -hmm. And th the proof is in the pudding because I don't know if you've ever seen an aerial shot of, you know, of Osteen's 
compound of his mansion. <laughs> mm-hmm. But my God, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And enormous. Yeah. It's, y- he could house all of the people in it. Yeah. And it, uh, well, it worked for him. And they've all got, they've all got jets, these guys. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's conspicuous wealth. The, and they do it on purpose. That's, it's essential that it's conspicuous. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and so you, you kind of have to sit back and go like, well, what is this guy doing asking for a fourth jet? Yeah. Like, surely this must, this has to backfire on him. Right. Right. Like, it should have backfired with the second jet. Yeah. It didn't. But, okay, well, maybe maybe with the third. And now with the fourth, you're just like, he's on to something. Yeah. He understands how his the minds of his followers and his donors work. Right. They love seeing him be prosperous him having more because it's his he is better right he is righteous yeah. he is chosen by god and so my gifts to him must surely reflect good on me right with the lord yeah now yeah, i i you know i will never be able to set up a racket like that no where people <laughs> no but make me rich but my because I but my, them things. my lawn mowing business is about to take off any minute because of these gifts that I'm giving to Osteen <laughs> or whatever. Like my my plumbing business is about to go international any second now because mm-hmm. I'm going to get rich because of Jesus. Yeah, and the you know the yes that sets up false hope. It sets up this idea that somehow, A, rich is better, mm-hmm. and B, the way to get rich is miracles. Yeah. Rather than hard work. Rather, and- rather than, than the things like... But also, it it says that I'm not good enough. And I, yeah. we've discussed this before. Being... Uh, the, the, the way that religion really gets you is by telling you you're not good enough as mm-hmm. you are. And I and I'm the only place to come for for the salvation from your badness. Right. And what better way to prove that you're not good enough than, than that you you know look at don't how shitty, have a big fancy speedboat. Look at how shitty your car is. Yeah. What is it? What, what is that? You don't have everything you need. You got medical bills. Yeah. Right. Right. Like there must be something wrong with you. You're spiritually. Uh, uh, deficient right you are a normal human being (laughs) you're a normal american with bills who was born into (laughs) poverty right that's your fault yeah god was punishing you because you poor to fall prey to this thinking though dan no you really don't it's true but it it goes it it goes all the way up through the upper middle classes but it adversely affects the poor it does correct uh and here's the other thing, and this is what may be baffling. This baffles me. It baffles any onlooker. American, the American poor overwhelmingly vote against their own best interests. Yeah. Over and over and over yeah. again. They vote for wealthy people who overtly say we're going to reduce the programs mm-hmm. for the poor. Right. We're going to take away more of the social safety nets that are in place. We're but going, that's what's going to help you. But that's what's going to help you. Yeah. And you don't deserve it anyway. Right. You're bad. You know you're fucking bad. And why are you, why are you expecting it from the government? Like, 
Right. Your, go to your church. Go to your church. And the and so and government doesn't do things well anyway. Right. So we're going to do this. And they continually vote against their own best interest. And why do they do it? Because poor people are clearly spiritually deficient. And the wealthy, a.k.a. They're wealthy in all ways. The orange bastard in the White House now. Yeah. Well, he's wealthy for a reason. Mm-hmm. It must be that God has blessed him. If he uses the word God, then he then we know that yeah. he is a good man. That the he, Lord gave him those riches so that he could come around and get these people on the Supreme Court so we can get rid of abortion. Right. And abortion's what matters because, good Lord, uh, if we start to talk about uh, the economy <laughs> and and how our poor, you know, how our rich people are all getting richer and our poor people are getting fucked in this country. Yeah. Uh, then they might wake up. So you distract them with more, quote unquote, moral issues. Yeah. Abortion, uh, you know, uh, whatever. Gay people. Gay people. Yeah. Right. Uh, trans people. Yeah. Now, that's the big boogeyman now is trans people because everybody has that gay uncle. But, you know, there are a few... There are fewer trans people that in people's families and whatever. Yeah, and the visibility has only recently right uh, started. So, uh, so yeah, then boom, you got you got a great recipe to get people to vote for you against their own best interest. Again, like this is it's crazy to me, but yeah, you've got and it's and it goes against their own goddamn book. Yeah, if you read the Bible, now Lord knows uh, the Bible's. Cl- convenient because you can always support whatever position you take with sure. something from the bible right so if you want to take the position that the lord blesses people with riches you're gonna you, find you know, that's there that's you're gonna find there. that left and right uh but also if you read for instance that first timothy thing uh <laughs> that ends with the whole the love of money is the root of all evil yeah uh that's pretty fucking clear it is yeah that is undeniably clear mm-hmm. there's also you know it's easier and we're seeing that play out right now yeah <laughs> yeah it's we have pretty... somebody running this country who's done nothing but love money right and i will agree with uh, this first timothy thing as you so put yeah. uh yeah look look at what it's rot what, what is being wrought by uh avarice yeah at this point although i will say i i don't agree with this in that i'm not willing to say i i you know i i got into a, a tiff online this week with a one of the you know a millennial social justice warrior i don't like using that phrase because it, it's used to sort of discredit people but this you know he's one of the the liberalist liberals that can that has ever liberaled and he he will shred people who who don't go all the way down the left road with him. Hmm. And this guy was tearing into uh, Elon Musk. Okay. And Elon, you know, and Elon is no saint. No. Let, let us be clear. You know, he's donated to the Republicans now. We know that. And, he, you know, he was a dick to the divers in in uh, yeah. in thailand that were helping the 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 soccer players and stuff because they didn't want to use his his little toy submarine to help get people out and whatever anyway look here's the thing i don't believe in good versus evil in this stuff 
Right. Because we're also talking about a guy who single-handedly might help, might actually get solar to be the thing that powers our world instead of fossil fuels. He might end up reducing uh, greenhouse gases and 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 fossil, you know, getting fossil fuels out of the way. Great. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, he'll profit a ton from it. Right. But like. This isn't an either-or situation. This isn't a bad or good situation. It's people are people. Yeah. And humans tend to be but both good and bad. All of us. But if, you, uh, if you're kind of a little bit more on the baddie side and you have resources. Right. Right. Then, you're you, con- then you, it's super easy to control the government. It's yeah. like these Wall Street bankers... You know, after they tanked our entire economy in in 2008, did they, you know, and the, the, all of the politicians were giving a lot of lip service to, we got to make that never happen again. A little bit of regulation came out and now they're talking about rolling it back anyway. Yeah. So we can just go right down the same path again. Right down the same path. So when people are protecting their money, Mm -hmm. bad things happen. Yeah. So yeah, it like the whole... I think it's pretty safe to say, you know, you and I are not fans of any religion, really. Right. But prosperity gospel is like evil. Yeah. It yeah. is rich people. It's cancerous. Ye- it's truly cancerous. Like Beyond the normal. Manipulating kind of poor people this to the make ki- them richer. It's the kind of cancer that cancer gets. Yeah. You know, like exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, it's really shitty. It's and and it is a blight on our society and it blinds people and it confuses people mm-hmm. and it makes them uh vote badly it it hurts everything and i don't care look i'm i'm not trying to forward a liberal agenda by saying that what i'm trying to do is say people are not making their decisions based on the issues themselves they're making their decisions based on jesus yeah and that's no way to 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 vote for things so uh, so go out there and uh, I don't know. I there's no call to action here. Just know that it's bad. I guess. <laughs> hey, you know what the call to action is, Dan? What is it? Uh, well, why can't we get some of that sweet, sweet prosperity gospel? Send us the money. <laughs> <laughs> We're sh- we can barely We're, make our bills over here. A log here. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. It's the. It's the. Even the Vatican can see how evil the prosperity gospel is. <laughs> they can't see their own evil, but boy, they can see that. Uh, if you have experience with this, li- uh, listeners out there in the world, mm-hmm. uh, write into us. Tell yeah. us about your your family who give all of your inheritance to to Joel Osteen or or one of his types. Um, write into his podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yep. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. Click that like button. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. It is a closed group, but uh, that's what makes it awesome. Yeah. Go also to the Reddit, the subreddit, which is r slash TGI Atheist and uh, and play around on that yeah. as well. Speaking of our online presence, uh, thanks so much to Mackenzie for her hard work as TGIA's uh, 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 for for the Facebook page, and thanks also to Sarah, Danny, and Amy for their work as moderators in the Members Only Lounge. 
And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music and to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. Yeah, and thank you guys for tuning in. We sure appreciate you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.